Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh. My co-host, Dominic Rainey, is off today, and we certainly look forward to welcoming him back next week. However, I'd like to welcome to our studio today three awesome business leaders in the Atlanta area. From Q&A Consultant, we have Kimberly Jones and Gregory Bradley. We also have the pleasure of speaking with Don Walters from the Ephraim Group. Thank you all for being on the show today. And Kimberly, why don't you get us started off this morning and tell us about Q&A Consultant and what do you do? All right. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Q&A Consulting is a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a small business, which we started, which is a consulting business, and we specialize in a software called PeopleSoft. And PeopleSoft is an ERP software that is used in every industry uh, across the world. ERP is Enterprise Resource Planning. That's what it stands for. Okay. And what businesses do, it, it supports all of their back office functionality. So you have your human resources aspect of it, your HR, your benefits, your payroll, how everyone, how everyone is, all your employees are captured in the, in the office, in the system, and their job records are, are maintained. And then you also have the financial aspects. I'm the HR side, and Gregory is the financials side. And so what we do is we go to different clients and once they've purchased PeopleSoft, we help them analyze their business processes and show them how to best match their business processes with the software. And we guide them to use the best practices of an industry standard across all businesses. So every business thinks that their business is very unique. But in all honesty, <laughs> they do. That's true. <laughs> and we cater to them because of that. Uh, but they have to understand that a paycheck is a paycheck mm -hmm. across the board. Um, benefits are benefits. And promotions, transfers, terminations, demotions, they happen in all industries. So there is a best practice for establishing that setup in PeopleSoft and um, setting it up so that you can achieve the reports that you're looking for out of the system. Okay. And that's what we do. Okay. And Gregory, uh, how about expounding a little bit more on the financial side and telling us a little bit more about what you do? Well, from the financial side, I work with uh, your general ledger, your accounts payable, your asset management, um, supply chain, which is purchasing, requisitioning, strategic sourcing, so going out and bidding uh, for uh, various solicitations. And as Kimley just indicated, you know, one of the challenges that we have is just going in and letting companies know that your business really, uh, you still do requisitioning the same way you go out, you, rec uh, you know, um, procure goods, services, the same way most companies do. So um, I'll start with a requisition, go into a purchase order, go to a voucher and get it paid and feed all that information over to the general ledger. So that's Okay, great. And what would you say is the business driver that makes a client turn to Q&A Consulting? Well, the main driver is that they have purchased this new system, this ERP package. I mean, initially, if you go back in time, you think about it, all HR, business, uh, and financial transactions in the day were handled manually. File, file folders, Round manila file. folders, <laughs> cabinets, index cards. 
And obviously, in later years with technology driving um, businesses, the need to put that stuff in use software to to store your data. Right. And and as technology changes, you'll have companies grow from smaller tools to the larger tools. And PeopleSoft is considered a larger tool. Uh, you can have companies that typically a, a company maybe like. 3,000, that might be the small end, a, a company with 3,000 employees, up to 300,000 employees. And like I said, it's international. Mm-hmm. So if you've got, you know, different um, offices around the world, you know, just to capture your whole staff. And usually the business driver for calling um, Q&A Consulting is because you, you have all these people, you have all this data, you have all this information, and you've got this tool. They've sold it to you. And then they're like, yeah, it's going to solve everything that you need for your business. But there is no, there's no guide. There's no step-by-step guide that says, well, how do I make it work for me? How do I make these decisions about setting up these tables in this system to best suit my business and meet our business needs and to minimize our manual inputs? Mm-hmm. You know, let's get away from the paper. We want this system helps you to become paperless. And it's not just back office anymore, meaning it's not just your payroll team uses it. You push it out to your employees, to the managers. Everyone can go online and process transactions and not have to submit a form anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's the, the, the process of, of setting that up. And it's a daunting task. And you need someone, you need a, an organization that has been through, through it before. Gregory and I, I think together have maybe over 30 implementations mm-hmm. where it's start to finish. Wow. And, um, and then you need that, you know, you need that guidance. Right. So they'll look for companies like ours. You're definitely right. Times have changed. And nowadays, security is, is key. So having a tool like that is so important. Now let's talk about uh, best practices. What are some of the best practices that you guys uh, have? Well, from a best practice standpoint, obviously one of the things we want to do is get you away from manual processes. That's the first step. Um, some of the best practices is to make sure that you put all of your information within PeopleSoft, either from an HR standpoint or from a financial standpoint. And I can speak from a financial standpoint. Everything that you're procuring starts from a requisition. So you want to enter in your requisition and allow that to follow through through the entire system, even with your P card. So each module that you have has its own set of best business practices. Again, from a requisition entering your rec, from a purchase order making sure you have the purchase order entered in, from an asset making sure you have your asset in the system, from a general ledger you want to make sure you put all of your voucher, I mean your um, journal information in. So each module has its own best business practices, and from that one of the things that we try to preach going into the client is stay away from customizations. If if this particular um, process do not f- does not fit your business, then we have to challenge you to change the way that you do business. If it's not regulatory or statutory um, required, then we have to try to challenge you to change the way that you do business to kind of fit PeopleSoft if possible. So that's one of the major best business practices mm-hmm. is not to create a customization, but to kind of change the way that you do business if if we can. Right, streamlining and making it Correct. easier. Well, I believe in automation, that's for sure. <laughs> so what is uh, the Q&A consulting approach uh, to client and also to project management? 
Well, our approach is, uh, again, we go into a client, and as you know, when you walk into an organization, any company, there's a culture there. You know, there's the whatever the company is, it's, this is our way, and this is the way that we do business. And for us, um, we have to understand that way because we have to understand what you're doing in order to show you where to go. And where what we try to do is try to understand that way, not dwell too much on it because that's like the past, but then try to show you how it's done other places and really to broaden your perspective. It's like, you know, if you meet someone and they've been doing something the same way all the time and you show them the way that everybody else is doing it, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh, I, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> what do you mean we don't have to, you know, fill out an index card and put it in the computer or, you know, write it down and put it in the computer? Um, so, you know, we approach that. The main thing that we think in our approach is um, is that um, there are handoffs between each process. So as Gregory discussed, the uh, on HR side, there's HR, benefits, payroll, and finance. There's AP, GL. But what happens typically in companies is that the a transaction goes through many modules. Uh, one transact, one business process goes through many modules, and there's an opportunity to miscommunication, to drop communication in that in that process, and um, and for people to operate in silos. Correct. So. The main thing that we try to do is to take a holistic approach to a business process, how it flows through the entire organization, and bring in all the major players, all the stakeholders in that process. So we don't want to just talk to payroll people about payroll. We have to talk about, we have to talk to HR people, benefits people. We have to talk to GL people Mm -hmm. because ultimately that's where a payroll transaction goes to finance. Yeah, everything feeds (laughs) over to the finance side. The GL is the backbone of any system. And to kind of piggyback off to what Kimberly just said, that's exactly what we try to do is we want to bring to the table, obviously, the knowledge of the implementations that we've had in PeopleSoft. And again, as Kimberly said, both. Between the both of us, we have, I think, a little over 30 full cycle implementations of grades. So when we go into a client, we try to give them that experience. We try to get them to understand that from a requisition standpoint, how what you enter on that requisition actually impacts the general ledger. And if you get them looking at that and not in their silo and get them understanding that if you put enter it in incorrectly here, how that affects the next downstream processes it kind of gets them to open their eyes to understand wow i didn't know that mm-hmm. what i do here truly impacts downstream exactly. so that's you know one of the things that we truly try to preach when we talk to clients is to get them to understand how what you do impacts other business processes within your system that's right and you know from a business standpoint we all love clients but the truth of the matter is we're not for everybody what makes a great client or project for Q&A? Oh, they do everything we tell them to do. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens. <laughs> In the real world, that's the truth. I, I, that's funny. I, just, I was just asked that question a, a couple of days ago. I, I think for, for us, um, is a client that has an open mind, uh-huh. that, that can understand that the way that we've been doing this for 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, may not be the best way to do it, and open to changing their business process. Um, so when we go in, I mean, you know, we, we go in and we try to say, as Kimberly said, we try to understand your environment. 
We try to understand how you be do, how you how you have been doing things for the couple of years, 10, 20 years that you've been doing it, and not to say, oh, the way that you're doing it is wrong. You know, try to be sensitive to that, but then try to in that and still in that same space get you to understand that. You know, you've been doing this for 15, 20 years, so let's try this now and see if this will work for you. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, you know, come out and, oh, I didn't know that we can do it that way. Thank you. Okay. Now, you spoke about um, having a client that has an open mind and is open to change, and many times you're going to have a client that is not that flexible. So let's talk about um, the challenges. Uh, what makes a client challenging if they don't have an open mind and not open to change? <laughs> well, what makes a client um, challenging is usually what's really needed to make a, a PeopleSoft project successful or any ERP project successful is an executive steering committee, like Gregory said, that has said the goal of this project is to change, to improve the way we do business and to open our minds and see that let's look at what is our true business goal, you know, for each area and then look at new ways and bring in best practices to get there. So you'll have organizations buy the software and they'll tell you that they want to do that but then when you get down to the people who are close to the processes they're holding tight they're like I don't want to change because I'm afraid if I change then what am I going to do so it's a it's a personal threat mm-hmm. you know you're coming in here to change it if I don't have all these things to do now and you're going to say I can just go online and push a button then what you know where does that leave me are you trying to get rid of my job mm-hmm. so <laughs> for us the true consulting part of it comes in and uh, comes to play where you show the people how that while the process is going to change, it also is going to open you up to the opportunity to do other things within the organization. Yeah, just make your day more effective. Right. And, and make you achieve maybe more goals that you that you've been trying to do instead of just stuck doing the things that come up every month, every week those tasks you're Mm -hmm. task oriented and you know will make you more productive to the organization right and we face that too with folks who just feel that you know we're coming to take their job you know so that uh, can be challenging um talk to me about how you overcome a lot of the challenges that you face one of the things that as, as Kimberly just indicated is being a good consulting our job as a consulting whenever we go to a client is not to make them feel threatened not to make them feel as though we're trying to take their, their job or change their process. Our goal as consultants and good consultants is to make you look good in front of your steering committee, in front of your management, in front of your peers. So as long as we position ourselves to give them the knowledge transfer to make them feel comfortable um, moving forward seems to work out a lot for your, your good consultings, us as Q&A. Because, again, our goal when we come in is to make you look good you know, to that steering committee and to get other management and other, um, other of your peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We think it's a personal challenge to take probably the most reluctant of subject matter experts mm-hmm. <laughs> and then convert. And it's my personal mission. I'm going to mm-hmm. convert you. I'm going to show you <laughs> that I'm going to transfer the knowledge that I have about your process 
and allow you to to take that and speak to your managers and you become Mm -hmm. the expert because when i leave you should have my knowledge Mm -hmm. that's that's why i don't we don't stay long you know our engagements are for up to a year a year and a half tops depending Mm -hmm. upon the the organization but we're in there to transfer knowledge to to empower the people in the organization to you know to make them better Right, helping them to understand that mm-hmm. philosophy. And the consultants that we have, the ones that we have working for us, we instill, if they come to the table with that, that's great, but we try to preach that message to them as well, that you're not there to you know, try to make anybody feel uncomfortable. You're there to give your knowledge to that individual that you're working with, that um, sub- subject matter expert, so when they come, they can advocate this change to everyone else because it's going to resonate when it's coming from one of them as opposed to a consultant. Right, right. We're talking today with uh, Kimberly Jones and Gregory Bradley with Q&A Consulting. Now, you guys spoke earlier about the software PeopleSoft. What is so good about it? Let's expound on it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been told that, that I build PeopleSoft because I'm, so I'm excited about the application. Mm-hmm. I think the application is great. I, it's a robust application. If you look at cars, I say it's your Ferrari of cars for an ERP but you can actually build it to be a Pinto. <laughs> so it can only do, you could, you could have it do little things for you. You can have it do big things for you. And in PeopleSoft, I think it gives you the flexibility to honestly change your business process to fit what PeopleSoft does. You go into clients and they tell you, oh, what PeopleSoft doesn't fit my practice. And I'll sit down and I'll tell them, well, give me your process flow. And they'll lay out a process flow for me. And then I'll tell them, okay, well, this is what PeopleSoft do or can do for you. And it's, wow, I didn't know that PeopleSoft had the capabilities of doing that. Mm-hmm. So, And they've expanded a lot more. I mean, there are a lot of bolt tones to PeopleSoft. You know, each year they release a new version maybe every every two years they have a new release and in each release they have these forms that people can call in and say we would like to see this feature or see that feature and if that form picks up enough momentum then that feature will be added into either that release that's coming up or maybe the release in another two years mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that I enjoy about PeopleSoft and it's not it's, it's not a difficult application to learn. It's very intuitive. A user can sit down with the, with the right training and, and really use the system um, effectively. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like a just a giant magic file cabinet. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how I say it. It's a giant magic file cabinet that no longer requires inner office mail. Remember inner office envelopes, the ones with the hole in the latch and you'd have to, you know, I'd process something, give a, a form in HR and have it walk over to payroll or walk over to benefits. You no longer have to do that because this software, it integrates offices. So it, it integrates them, you know, and if you teach people how to use it properly, it will integrate your your business and your business process and the flow of information in your organization. Mm-hmm. It really will, and it covers all areas. Um, it's recruiting. It's you know human resources. So I, you know I can go on a use it to apply for jobs, post my jobs mm. online, you know, to job boards like Monster. Then I can capture all the applicant data. And once I capture applicant data, then if that person's hired, it automatically makes it employee data. Right. So I can transition that data to employee data. Every transaction, everything that happens in the life cycle of an employee, I can capture online. 
And I can go back and I can see that history online. Mm -hmm. I can report about that. I can do point-in-time reporting. If I want to find out what this organization looked like in 1990, Mm -hmm. I can run a report that shows me just that. Who were my active employees at that time? What happened at that time? So it provides a historical Mm -hmm. perspective for an organization to go and do the analysis that so many organizations want to do to determine how successful their businesses. What are your metrics? You know, where were we? What was our organization like in 1990? What was it like in 2000? Well, if you have all this data in this single source, then you can go and and research that. I think that's awesome, especially in the age that we live in with the World Wide Web, Mm -hmm. being able to uh, track so much uh, by use of this software. It certainly is user and people friendly. It Definitely. is. That's why people, people soft. soft right? <laughs> <laughs> Little plug, right? <laughs> and uh, let's talk about um, what makes you guys unique. What really distinguishes Q and A Consulting from your competitors? Uh, because uh, to me, a, a lot of the other competitors, um, their management team probably haven't had as many implementations that Kimberly and I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually been on client sites. We've been in the trenches. We understand what it's like dealing with the users, sitting through fit gap analysis and, and dealing with that one individual that's, I've been doing it this way for 30 years and mm-hmm. I'm not changing. And then towards the end of the project, having that individual advocate for the change of this PeopleSoft system. So I think that's one of the benefits that we bring to the table. That's um, huge. Majority of the clients that we have, um, that we have consultants in, have been clients that Kim and I were, Kimberly and I were both there, so we were able to cultivate relationships. So the relationships that we have with majority of our clients are intimate. Mm-hmm. They know they can call us on first-name basis. I can call them, Kimberly can call them on a first-name basis just to kind of understand how's everything going what Mm -hmm. do you need you know and they know that they have our ear that we can come in and sit down and talk to them we understand their businesses as you just heard Kimberly my partner here speak of all the things that HR can do Um, she's intimately involved in HR I'm intimately involved in finance and all of new things that are coming out so when you sit down and talk to a client or a new client you can hear that in our voice and we're not just selling you people so if you can hear that her and i have both been in the trenches and have worked with this application and we both know it so i think that's what separates us right right and i always say that you know communication it is the lifeblood of any relationship and the fact that you and kimberly are so involved with your clients that's uh, going to be uh, the foundation to your continued success now, you guys uh, really seem so passionate about what you do. Can you talk to me about uh, what you enjoy most about your job? Yeah, certainly. I think um, this career has been personally and professionally rewarding for me. Mm-hmm. One, it's like you're a voyeur. Mm-hmm. So you get to go. <laughs> you are. You're a voyeur. You, I'm gonna, I get to go to different organizations, different parts of the world. We work uh we work. We've worked a lot in the Caribbean as well nine as months, the United States. Nine months in Trinidad. Yeah. Not job. Oh, maybe fifteen months in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Right? I mean, we we're working. Oh. We're working now every day. Wow. But um, <laughs> it's, and it is. It's like you know, you go in, and it's it's rewarding to go in and start a project, 
and see where everyone is at the beginning and see how everyone's like confused about what we're going to do with this package and then watch it go live. That's determined our, our industry, the go live, meaning we have implemented this software, we have turned it on, moved it to a production environment, and we have rolled it out to the masses. And mm-hmm. that's huge because Definitely. especially if you're talking about rolling it out to 3,000 you know, 20,000 or 300,000 people. It's a lot of communication. It's a lot of thought into the process of how this system is going to be used. And it's like a puzzle. Each time you go to an organization, it is. It's like, I've got, I've got my game, which is PeopleSoft, and I know exactly how it works. Now I've got your organization, and I have to see how you fit in this puzzle. And, we, and Greg talked about the minimization of customizations only because, not because we're so, oh, you have to use PeopleSoft exactly the way it is, but because it helps an organization. The less you customize it, the easier it is to maintain because it does have releases. If you do get upgrades, you do the software company Oracle does provide you with support. And we want to make it easier for you to maintain it by using it as close to vanilla, that's the term, as possible. Correct. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And what about you, uh, Gregory? What do you enjoy most? Everything that Kimberly just said. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the... Uh... No, I, because, again, it gives you... It, you go into a client. Um, I, I can just remember back to... I was at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee years mm-hmm. ago when I first got started in the business. And I had a guy that had been with Blue Cross Blue Shield probably all of his life. And he was adamant that he was not going to change. He didn't like PeopleSoft. He, excuse my French, hated that they had implemented it and just didn't want to do it. And to walk away from that where I had this gentleman advocating for PeopleSoft and saying that wow. he loves the change and mm-hmm. how effective he can be um, now moving forward in his job. He only had maybe another five. Could have been he was retiring <laughs> in five years. He didn't care. Or hopefully I really sold him on the people's <laughs> office. It was like, yeah. This it was the latter. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so that, that to me, that to me is, is one of the things uh, among many that mm-hmm. I enjoy about doing my job. And again, the locations that we've been, like I said, we were in Trinidad for now almost, almost a year mm-hmm. working with um, TST. I'm TSTT. So, you know, just being able to go to different places, meet different people, being flexible, um, you know, it's it's extremely exciting and it's challenging. And and I enjoy that. And there's nothing like having a happy and satisfied customer. Exactly. How can our listeners reach out to you and uh, Kimberly to learn more about your services that Q&A Consulting offers? What's the best way? Well, they can certainly um, go to our website, which is www.consult.com. QA.com. And on there, there's a contact information, a contact page where they can get our email information and certainly contact us uh, to discuss, you know, their ERP or their interest in Q&A consulting. We would love that. Great, great. Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services. Next on our broadcast is Don Walters. Good morning, Don. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good morning. Don, give us some background about the Ephraim Group and what you do there. Uh, the Ephraim Group, we've uh, an independent office. We've been around for several years. Uh, I have a partner now. I brought him in. We've got uh, five other people working for us. So it's a very uh, integrated, well-integrated insurance agency. Mm-hmm. And we are left there trying to serve all the needs of Gwinnett County and Metro Atlanta on their insurance needs. 
Now, Don, in speaking to you previously, I know you have a bachelor's degree in architecture. So how did you transition into the insurance industry? You know, that's, um, that's a good story. Most people, when they grow up and they go to high school and they graduate high school, say, I want to be an insurance salesman. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not the top 10. I doubt if that's even in the top 100. I, I do have a, a bachelor's degree, a BS degree, as they say, in architecture. And I run my own company for a while. I, was, uh, I worked with nuclear plants. And my last job with nuclear was actually in Plant Vogel in Augusta. And then I lost my business partner there. He went to work for the embassies, for the U.S. embassies overseas, and I was running it by myself. And I thought, I'm tired of working with subs who don't show up. What can I do that depends on my efforts? And I had a very good friend of mine. He, he was an intelligent guy, but he was making very good living doing insurance. And he says, you're helping people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, helping people? You're just taking their money. I, I mean, I, I've, one of my favorite phrases is, insurance is the biggest waste of money you'll ever spend and then I've learned until you need it. Exactly. And once you need it, you can't spend a better dollar mm-hmm. than on insurance. And so I've gotten into it, and I've been in it over 20-plus years. And uh, honestly, I've loved every minute of it. Right. Now, having insurance is definitely a need and so important. But when most people, you know, talk about or think about insurance, it's just, you know, it sounds so boring. Um, what is it about the insurance industry that you enjoy the most? Um, you know, it, it really is a puzzle. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, come on, you do car insurance or you do home insurance or you do business insurance. You do the same thing every day. It's not. It, it's Every case is totally different. Do you have teenagers? Do you have drivers that don't have good records? They have great records. Do you have a home? I mean, it, there's so many little nuances. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big advantages of being an independent company is we have over 30 companies we work with. So one advantage on one company is not the advantage on the other. So not only do I have the puzzle of the people, I've got the puzzle of all the different companies to work with. And it, it makes it a lot of fun. It's very entertaining. It's, it, it takes a lot of energy. And it's just exciting because it can be different every day. And then you start throwing in business insurance. Business insurance is so different than personal lines insurance because each business is different. You know, we were listening to Q&A Consulting, and they were talking about the differences and where they go in and try to figure out what people are doing, how is this business running its operation, and then go from there. That's exactly what we do, you know, because a consulting firm is a consulting firm is a consulting firm. Mm-hmm. Eh. Wrong answer. It doesn't work that way. And that's part of what we do is we go in, we sit down, and we look at these people, and we help figure out what their pieces of the puzzle are. And then we try to put them together with good insurance pieces to create a nice finished picture for them. Mm-hmm. So you obviously enjoy what you do having been in the insurance for over 20 years. What is it about the insurance industry that you find most important um, from a community aspect? Um, you know, People say you're not an insurance agent until you deliver that first claim check. I have been. And they love you. Yeah, I have been at two in the morning, standing in the street, watching a client's house burn. Oh wow! And it's it's a very surreal moment when they call you and they're crying. And they're like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And yet you're there to help them, mm-hmm. and it touches me deeply when I'm I'm able to help those people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, insurance to me is more than just, oh, I'm going to take a premium, I'll write a policy. Because, I mean, what is insurance but a promise? 
Mm-hmm. A promise to be there. Right. And so the companies we represent, we hold a line to them that they're going to pay their bills correctly or pay their claims correctly. Otherwise, as an independent office, we can drop them and get someone else. And so we've instilled that in all the people we work that we work with and we have worked for us. It's about the client. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our motto in our office is, you know what, we represent the insurance companies but we work for you, speaking mm-hmm. to the insured, the clients. Of course. Because what good does it do me to sell you a product and you have something happen and I say, oh, I'm sorry, that's not covered. What do, you, what do you mean that's not covered? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we didn't talk about it, so uh, I didn't put it on there for you. What do you mean we didn't talk about it? Whose fault is that? You're the insurance expert, right? And so that's part of what we do as we bring in people, we train people. We make sure people understand, our staff understands, you got to take the time to make sure you know who you're talking to and what their needs are. And it, it kind of goes back to that puzzle piece. It's, it's mm-hmm. just all part of it. Right, understanding your needs and making sure that they're fully covered. Correct. Now, can you share with us uh, the difference between an independent agency like yours, the the Ephraim Group, uh, versus, let's say, a state farm or all state? Sure. Um, the state farms, the all states, are what they call captive agents. Mm-hmm. They're uh, big name companies. They've got a lot of resources. They do a lot of advertising. And if you think about it this way, they have one box. And if your needs fit in their box, great. But what if your needs are just outside their box? Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? Right. And that's where we differ. Uh, we have, like I said, over 30 boxes in a personal lines. We have a lot more boxes on business side. And it just means that we're able to take the right coverage and match it up with the needs versus trying to take those needs and jam it into one box of coverages. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference. In fact, some of our biggest clients are – State Farm and all state agents who have situations that are outside of their box, and they go, what, what can we do? And so we've been very proactive in helping them protect their coverage, protect their clients, and yet provide assisted services to them. Right. That's so important because, you know, insurance, it's, it's not a cookie-cutter thing, and everybody has different needs. So being able to handle those that are outside of the box, that is so huge. You've been listening uh, to Don Walters from the Ephraim Group. Dom, what are some of the uh, advantages to being with your office versus others? Uh, You know, unfortunately, we have become an age of uh, where time is so critical. And everybody wants it now, if not yesterday. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, as we've talked about, insurance is really not that kind of product because, yes, I can give you a quick quote. I can give you a quote in 30 minutes or less, 15 minutes or less if you want it. Now all I'm going to do is tell you what the minimums are for your state, and there it is, bing. Mm-hmm. But I don't, who, who are you at that 15-minute moment? You know, what do you really have? For example, uh, on a personal lines market, somebody says, well, how much coverage do I need? How much assets do you have? Because that's really what you're doing. Insurance is protecting you and your assets. Same thing with a business. A business says, well, how much – how much insurance do I need? How much assets do you have? How mm-hmm. much inventory do you have? Do you own the building? Do you lease the building? You know, it takes more than just a few minutes to really understand the best way to provide for these people. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is go in, make an appointment, collect all the data we need, and then we can walk away. 
they can go back to doing their business, and they'll know when we come back, we're going to have several solutions for them to say, here's a few different companies, here's what the advantages are, because each company has its own little bells and whistles, and then they have to decide what's the best value for them, and then we go from there. So I think the difference in us is that we are willing to take the time to talk to people. I had uh, one of my first assistants I ever hired years and years ago. She came into my desk, and she says, where is the sign? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, there's a sign that says, if you're a foreigner and you don't speak English, come to Don. <laughs> and I laughed. And, and we had a huge Bosnian clientele back then in Romania. And, and I, I don't speak Bosnian and Romanian, but I was willing to sit down and take the time to work through it with these people versus, uh, I don't understand you. I'm sorry, I can't help you. Or just write out a quote and say, here's your quote, without really listening to the people. And so we do stop and take the time to listen to the mm-hmm. people. That so. is true. Uh, Don, is, I'm curious, is your territory primarily just in Georgia? Uh, yeah. In the insurance industry, you have to be licensed for each state that you do. And, mm-hmm. and we've just chosen to be in Georgia. Uh, I would say our emphasis is Gwinnett County, Metro Atlanta. Okay. But we do have a few clients in Savannah, and I've mm-hmm. got a few clients up in Blue Ridge. And okay. So we do cover the whole state, but there is a – it's still that concept of uh, even though we have a new trend, everybody can, – we can do everything by email, fax, phone. Some people still want to be able to sit across the table and say – look you in the eye and say, do you care? Right. Do you want to know what I do? Mm-hmm. So. We go from there. I understand. Now, we talked about the differences between, uh, let's say, your office and a state farm. Can we talk a little bit more about, let's say, Geico and other by phone companies? What's un- what, what's the uniqueness there? Well, it, it's, it's like I said, you know, they have great commercials. I love the gecko. But, <laughs> um, you know, some think about it. When, to get an auto quote, for example, you got to give them your name, your address, your date of birth, your driver's license number, your driving record, your VIN numbers for your cars. You're going to give them all that information, and you're going to get a great quote in 15 minutes that's going to cover you when you walk out the door? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really? Okay. So uh, no disrespect to them. They are able to save money. They save money because they basically don't have agents representing them. And so they were able to cut costs and keep things down. But they just keep giving you the minimum premium rates. And if you have a nice house and you have nice cars and you've worked hard and you've got a 401K that's not a 201K now, but it actually still is a 401K, you want to protect that. And you can't do that if you're running around with state minimum premium because – the law says you're legally liable for anything you cause. So I cause a bad accident, and I have $25,000 coverage, and they're hurt, and they get a lawyer. Well, do you think the lawyer's going to look at me, and I've got this you know, half-a-million-dollar house and all these things, and go, oh, you only got $25,000 coverage? Okay, well, that's fine with us. We, we're not going to bother you. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to come after you. Right. So you have to be able to talk to people and get them to make sure they're fully covered. And, and that is a challenge, especially in the business world. I, as a small businessman, understand that you've got to show me value for why you want me to spend this money. Mm-hmm. And so I've been in the business long enough to where I realized I used to, when, I, when I first got in this insurance business, I said, you know what? We don't cover stupid. <laughs> I've come to understand we cover a lot of stupid, a lot of stupid. So 
but I've seen so many things that when I'm talking to a guy and he says, oh, wait a minute, why do I need to cover this extra coverage? That, that's an extra 100 bucks a year. And it's easy for me to throw out an example. Well, in your line of work, what if this happened? And if you can make them see the reality, that, you know, percentage-wise, there really is a possibility of that to happen, then they understand 100 bucks a year is not anything to cover what potentially could be a million-dollar loss. Right. And that's when you put it in perspective like that, people will start realizing $100 is a great value for a million dollars of coverage. So uh, it's just that, that experience we bring and being able mm-hmm. to talk to people and sit down and go through their business and, and, and even their personal world and, and help them understand. Here's a little bit of value expense to cover all that you've got and you've worked so hard for. It's worth it. Exactly. As you had mentioned earlier, it's the thing that we hate to pay for, but are so happy to have when we need it. And we definitely want to focus on protecting our assets. Now, Don, people always want to know why the swing is in the tree at your office. Can you tell us about (laughs) that swing in the tree? You know, that that swing has actually made it quite a bit on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, It's when we first got into this several years ago, I had a good friend of mine who had a citrus solution and that's the big orange guy if you're not familiar with citrus solution carpet cleaning so she said look i want to do some advertising so i want to make a mannequin of you and a mannequin of our citrus solution guy and we're going to put them up there and they'll have conversation boards and that worked great for the first six months or so and homemade mannequins don't really last that long and so they kind of got deteriorated. They, and so we took them down, and I thought, you know what? The economy back then was struggling. Uh, businesses were going out of business. Surely I can get a mannequin at a decent price. I haven't found that yet. So it's still it's sitting as an empty swing. The swing's about 20 feet in the air. <laughs> people come by, uh, you know, but they enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. So we're going to get mannequins back out there and, and have those conversation boards going again and promote mm-hmm. the Braves and the Falcons and, and just our community, you know, because right. we're very much pro-Gwinnett and pro-Georgia. So. Mm-hmm. I love it. Don, how can our listeners get in contact with you to learn more about the Ephraim Group? Uh, of course, they can always call us at their office, the 770-676-6688, or they can call us on the website at the www.theephraimgroup.com, and, and we have a Facebook page, too. So uh, they're always welcome. You can go on the website. You can actually put in information, send it to us. It'll send us an email. We'll respond back to you and follow up with any questions that we have to make sure we provide, meet your needs, as we say. Great. Don Walters with the Ephraim Group. Thank you so much, Don, for being on the show. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Thank you to our guests today from Q&A Consulting, Kimberly Jones and Gregory Bradley, and from the Ephraim Group, Don Walters. We appreciate you all for being on the show today. I'm Nicole Toptosh with CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions and cloud support, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.